This show is first in a series of three shows to help you select, plan, and book a great and unique vacation. It can be challenging to select where you go on your vacation, especially if you are traveling with other people. Listen while Chris and Jerry discuss ways to select where you will spend your holidays. Your creative juices will start flowing and excite you to select the vacation of, of a lifetime. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And you can email us or contact us on uh, traveladviceshow.com on the contact us. And we love your feedback on the shows. And let us know what you like and what areas you want us to cover or if anything, you know, any questions that you might have. And maybe we can answer the questions on the show. Um, I, I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and I'd like to introduce my, other, my great other co-host, uh, Jerry Fuller. Uh, how you doing, Jerry? Fantastic. I should say great. No. Great. <laughs> great. I like fantastic better. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, I'm almost yeah. always fantastic. I yeah, love life. That's great. Well, Jerry, I'm excited today. We're going to kind of, um, uh, would you want to introduce our topic today that we're going to talk about? I would. Yeah. Um, yeah. After all the shows that we have done... We decided we had better do a three-part series. Okay. Uh, the first one we're going to do today is on how do you select your destination or your vacation. And another show will be on planning. How do you plan your trip once you know where you're going? And then another show on how do you book it? Yeah, how are the best ways to yeah. book it? Yeah. And as I mentioned, today will be selecting where you're going to go. Okay. And because um, Chris is about 30 years younger than I am, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. we select our de- destinations probably differently, mainly due to age. But Chris, would you like to talk about how you select where you're going to go on your vacation give several examples sure sure yeah um i I think i think this is the most crucial part here and it's also the hardest part i think because you know the world's pretty big right you know i mean how many countries there's over you know 150 200 different countries in the world you know and And uh, it depends on who you talk to yeah and it can vary as much as 30 or 40 right right yeah yeah so that there's so much variety in the world um and and one of the one of the first things that I do, I, I kind of create kind of a wish list a bit, and and I I have a great atlas. I, I have a really nice, you know, a big, pretty big atlas that I have in in my house here, and I I look at the atlas, and then I kind of, you know, like just look around and and kind of look at different regions of the world, and uh, but I, I think the main thing is our interests. Um, what 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 are we what do we like to see? What do we like to do? Um, and and I'm married, my, my wife and I, so we have to kind of have, we have different interests and we have same interests too, you know, but it, it's mm-hmm. a little tricky when you have a partner involved or a friend or people that you go with too. You want to kind of make sure everybody's going to be happy w- w- with what you're going to do and what you're, you know, where you're going. Can I make a comment right here? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, For 32 and a half years, I was married and um, and my wife died. Right. But my wife and I on a honeymoon discovered that we did not travel the same way. 
right. We didn't, didn't right like away. the same destination. In your honeymoon, oh, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we threatened annulment on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. And, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turned out, uh, after about uh, four trips in the first six months of our marriage, uh-huh. we just decided we don't travel well together. We don't like the same things. And so about 90% of the trips for the next 32 years, we travel separately. Separately, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So when we plan trips, she might ask me my opinion, although I'm not invited. And when I plan a trip, I'd ask her opinion, you know, get ideas from a woman's perspective. Right. That she wouldn't be going. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So when you talk about you and your wife. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it can it can really boil down to maybe you have to take separate vacations once in a while. I, I think so, and that helps out. It, it, it do, yeah, it does help out. Uh, you know that that I think that's good once in a while to do that. You know, yeah, yeah, and and in your case, you had to do it, but ninety percent, ninety percent. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so I'll, I'll give you a good example. Like last summer, we went. To, we were planning a trip to Europe, and 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 primarily the main objective of the trip was to visit. Um, a couple of friends of ours in southern France, in Provence area, near Nice area there, and and we, we wanted to visit her, like this little girl, she's five years old, and we've never met her before, and a couple had this, uh, her name's Maya, and my wife said, okay, well, let's go to Provence, but I'd like to kind of check out different areas around Provence, so we're like, this might be a good opportunity to go to Italy, and, and we've never been to Italy before, and my wife's an artist. Uh, she's a metalsmither, and I like art and I like culture and different things like that. So we 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 kind of decided, okay, why don't we fly in the room and then stay in Rome and check out all the museums? I mean, it's just unbelievable the amount of art there. I mean, you can stay there a couple years and not see it all, you know. And, and it's just, oh, but it was amazing though. And uh, so so that kind of like we had a goal in mind to kind of visit these people, our friends of ours. And then we kind of built the trip around that, around that. And then we kind of narrowed it down pretty good too. We, we wanted to, initially I wanted to go, Oh, let's go see there, that, and, and pick like five destinations. And we had a t- kind of a time restraint. We only had maybe a week and a half or so in Italy. Uh, so we didn't have a whole lot of time uh, to really see a lot. So we had a, narrow down a lot of our places where we wanted to go and kind of pick what, what's our priority. And I asked Kathleen, here's a good thing that, to do. I think a lot of people should do this. Write down a list of what you want to accomplish on your trip. You know what I mean? Like what you want to see, what you want to experience. And if you write down a top 10 thing, you actually, and then try to follow that and then base your trip around that. You know, um, have you, yeah, is that a little similar on, on kind of how you kind of plan well, your trip? Well, is it? Um, I highly recommend uh, that you do it independently. Like Kathleen, for example, yeah. right down the top. Right, for one, her. five things that she wants to do and don't, don't even talk to you. Oh, okay. And then you okay. write down the things you want to do and don't even talk to her. Oh, okay. Then okay. you get together and you start compromising and whacking off and whatever. Oh, okay, right. That's, That's what my wife idea. and I did. Uh-huh. When uh, we did travel together, okay, because we didn't uh-huh. like anything like, right, and, uh, right, right. I mean, right. my uh, my idea of going to a place that every house has paper towels is boring. Right. I question what I do. 
Uh-huh. And I want to go where there's no paper towels. Right. And no toilet paper half the time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Was, uh, and she would be caught dead going anywhere that didn't have paper towels in every house in the country. Right, right. So uh, right. we'd have to compromise and um, mm-hmm. on the few trips that we did a year. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and... but we had to do it separately. Okay, because, yeah, your wish list, yeah. Well, we'd end up, I mean, I don't want to use the word fighting. Right. But yeah. we definitely became agitated. But, well, why do you want to see that? I don't want to waste my time. You know, in the discussion, we never got anything written down. You get, yeah, yeah, it gets heated we, up emotionally. and Yeah, yeah because uh, we just didn't travel well together. We loved each other dearly and did yep. a lot of things together, but yep. not travel. Yeah, and, and so. it's a... It's hard to sometimes travel with, with, with people too, you know, with your even your friends or anything like that. You can, um, I, I've had a lot of travels that I travel with a friend, and it, it's not what you thought it would be. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> it kind of a, um, I know. It, it, it it was kind of. I'm pretty open minded. Yeah, I, I I'm open, but yeah, but it, you know, like sometimes. Um, you really know the person really well when you travel with that person. You get to maybe know maybe better than you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you get in situations where you might handle things differently. And yeah, yeah, it's a. But but yeah, I I, and then I got that again. I got the atlas out and really looked at the map and really analyzed. And then I researched online too. So say, if I I never heard of this town before, and I so I, I do a lot of research myself. I kind of like that. I kind of like doing the kind of being the tour operator or the tour guy like myself, I kind of like researching it out. I put a lot of work into it too. I mean, it takes a lot of time and uh, to figure out where you want to go and, and picking that, picking the places where you want to go. And so Mm we, we decided that just in Italy, for instance, we, we just picked like the two main cities, Rome and Florence. And, and we we wanted to go to other places like Assisi uh, and then like Siena and and um, all these other places, but we, we realized we didn't have enough time. And we, I think you, a lot of people want to visit all these places, but you got to really think about it and and understand the time that to do that and that how tired you get to go to these different places. You know, it, it's a, it's really hard to to do too much in in a certain amount of time. And it's called the vacation, so you kind of want to. Take it easy too. <laughs> you know, a, I know you want a vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah you want. Yeah, so so that's kind of. But I, I like to. I mean, w- w- I mean, Jerry. Like, you, you, I mean, I, and then I traveled differently when I was in my twenties. You know, when I was single, and I, 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 I really did whatever you know you want, and 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 I didn't really think about what I really wanted to do in the town. I just went and not really thought about it, you know, mm-hmm. as much, and I had no idea. It was. I think the excitement was not knowing. Actually, sometimes I agree. It, it might be good if you research too much. Your expectations get real high, and and uh, yeah. So I back in my twenties, it was kind of before the internet and everything, and before you could research places to go and things to do, and and uh, and I kind of enjoyed that too. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the spontaneous. Like I went to Krakow in Poland on a train from Prague to Krakow one time when my I was like 28 or 29 and or, or yeah 27 and I I got to Krakow I've never heard of Krakow I've never been to Krakow I got off the train and I had no idea where I was at and 
I had no idea where, where I was going to stay either. You know, like I, <laughs> I just wanted to go to Krakow and, and, and I got there and it was great. It was like in the winter time and it was so Ooh, really yuck. cold. Yeah. Like in January, you know? Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Beginning of January. <laughs> yeah. It was so dark and dreary and, but it was kind of cool though. You know, it kind of had that, oh, yeah. that, that uh, you know, that, that era about it was really kind of cool. And, but, but and then I got I got I to think meet, it cold is the word very cold yep and I got to meet a lot of locals too in the air in the in the different things and people were super friendly and I was by myself you know and uh, but but yeah but now I I since time is so valuable now you know and and just you know you only have a couple of weeks you know to really enjoy vac- like I try to research it out and um, I'm I'm planning a trip maybe next year or in two years or something to Asia. Because our friends just moved to Hong Kong area there, and uh, it would be great to visit them. So now we're kind of planning what to do after we get to Hong Kong. Should we go to Tibet, or should we go to Vietnam, or should we, you know what I mean? Like, we got mm-hmm. a lot of decisions, but that, that's a year. But I, I kind of plan my trip maybe like six months to eight months. I, I know you, you plan a little bit later, right, Jerry? You plan, um, how long do you do you plan for a well, trip? Well, I select... My uh, destination where I'm going, yeah. uh, a minimum of one year before I go. Of one year, okay. okay. Minimum. One, Usually minimum. is 15 to 18 months before I go, and oh, once okay. in a while it's two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's something like uh, doing the uh, Milford Trek, right, right. Um, yeah, I so. wanted a certain day because of what else I was doing. Uh-huh. I booked, had them book it two years in advance. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you because yeah. I wanted the lodges, yeah. and they only allow fifty people a day to get permits. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of <laughs> yep. So a lot of places you might go that you want to go, you have to really book in or yeah, with the permits and everything. Yeah, with and especially right. nowadays too, it seems like they're becoming stricter because they're getting overcrowded. Maybe with uh, the different yes. national park. Yeah. Well, I um, I agree with you. As I my twenties, mm-hmm. I mean. I had no plan whatsoever, with maybe one exception. Right. I choose the destination, but I would make any plans. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Get yep. on the plane, fly over there, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And in my thirties, yeah, mm-hmm. I selected my destination, mm-hmm. and um, as you say, life gets uh, more controlled. Oh, what a, yeah. I got married, right? And um, right. so I had to be more selective of what I did. I went somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But what I I select my destination. <clears throat> I'm not normal. I never have been. Number uh-huh. one, I'm an Aquarian. Uh-huh. But number two, uh, I have four or five ways that I select. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I have a friend in Australia that I've known, you know, fifty years, literally fifty years. Wow. wow. And every now and then, <clears throat> he will send. He and his wife will send me a um, an email. And um, two years ago, was it two years ago? Yeah, about, no, a year ago, about 18 months ago, he sent an email of the 10 things that you must see before you die. Oh, right, okay, okay. Now, I've seen probably six of them, but one of them was the fly geyser, and it had pictures of it, and I looked it up and said, my word. And you know what? It's only an eight-hour drive from where we live. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I had God. never heard of it. <clears throat> well, you mark my word, within two weeks, I was over there looking at the fly geyser. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, then one of them 
or the picture of um, the uh, world's longest Tibetan swinging bridge. And it only had the name of it and a picture. And I had never heard of it. So I looked it up, and it's in northwest Italy. So um, so about six, five months later, uh, I wanted to go in the summer. I didn't want to go in January or February to Italy. Right. And um, so I, we chose a great time, and my friend and I went. And I was just going to fly over there and do the bridge and fly home. Because I've been to Italy maybe 75 times. Yeah, <clears> yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. But my friend had never been, so we had to do about a week and a half or so, as you did in Italy. Oh, okay. But we did really fast. We did Venice, Florence, and uh, Rome. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and, um, and another picture was um, about the Alcingate Trail, the colored mountain there. I got died. I couldn't believe it. I've been to Peru 15 or more times, and I'm even going to go in three weeks. And lo and behold, I never heard of this thing. <laughs> God, and so I got on. I got on the phone, and um, off we, uh, in July, we are doing the Alcingate Trail because they say that's the best time to do it, and it's driest and all that. But it, so I am inspired by things like that. Mm. And um, so I have a list <laughs> in my computer, a little file icon that has uh, things to do. And I have, right now, I just checked before we did the show, I have 21 things that I want to do. Oh, man. Okay. You, okay. Like and, a bucket uh, list. A bucket list, they call it. Yeah, kind of a... Well, if I've, I've done some of them, I've done probably, of the 21, I've probably done at least 12. But I'd like my friend that I travel with, and he and I travel well together, not like my wife and me. But um, I'd like him to see it. And I'd like to go back somewhere I did 30, 40 years ago. So as a result, uh, there's 21 things. If I don't, I mean, um, if I don't, we're going to do, this year we're doing two of them. And I incorporate them. I don't, you know, plan my whole trip. But right. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but I also get inspired by um, something I might see on TV. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, on the History Channel, they had um, about, I think it's History Channel. It's about the alien encounters or the alien show. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. I just happened to turn it on. I don't even know anything about it. And they were doing Peru and other places in the world, but they showed the holes in Peru. Hole, H-O-L-E-S, holes in Peru. Oh. I'd never heard of these things. Hmm. And they're phenomenal. I won't describe them. Anybody that cares can look it up. Well, I called... Um, Martha Monella Tours, who was booking my trip down uh, in Peru with my friend to, to climb to see the world's third highest waterfalls oh, and okay. the cave and the mummies that are older than uh, the pyramids. That's what inspired me to the show that we listened, that we recorded on northern Peru with uh, Martha Monella Tours. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I said, wow. So the next day I called up and said, I'm going. You got your first client. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but anyway, on Monday, mm -hmm. two days ago, I called her up and I said, I want to go see these holes in Peru. She had never heard of them. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And I said, I want to fly over them. And oh, uh, so oh. she's working on it. And by today or tomorrow, we'll have to see if we have to charter a plane or what we have to do. Cause you cannot see them from the ground. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, you can see a hole or two, but you cannot see the magnitude and the shape and all that. 
I'm not sure how we're going to do it, but That's he's going to let me know. I hope it's not $20,000. Well, it won't be. <laughs> it won't be. But, so yeah. I do that. And one thing that I really, really love to do is um, I, when, if I'm bored at night, I have a big globe. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. On a big stand uh, in my office uh-huh. at home. Uh-huh. And I will just spin the thing out. You know, you can rotate it. Yeah. And, dip, you know, different directions, north to south, and you can rotate it east to west. So I'll just rotate it. I'll close my eyes, and I'll just rotate a little bit east to west, and then north to south, and I'll just put my finger. And wherever my finger is, if it's the middle of an ocean, I'll go to the closest island I can get to. Yeah, I, I've done that before, too, Jerry, on my Alice. I, I, I open it up to the page, and I put my finger on there. Yeah, I know. I do the you same know, thing. Yeah, it it's sick? fun. Yeah, it is. It is. And with a globe, well, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I just do that. And I've probably taken 20 trips that way. And then also in movies. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You, you my wife and I, movies, yeah. <laughs> my wife and I would go see a movie. And did you ever hear the movie Babe? Or ba- yeah, Babe. Babe, yeah. With the, yeah, there's pig, you know, there's yeah. pig herding sheep. Right. Was that in well, Australia or New Zealand there? Yeah. Well, see, nobody knows. Yeah. And so as a result, um, everyone said, you must see it. Keep. So I said, okay. I don't care about pigs and sheep. But I went to keep peace in the family. Yeah. <laughs> And from the first moment, my wife and I were, right, we, didn't, we don't even know the plot of the movie. We were deciding, where did they film it? And we were all over the world. No, it can't be that. And at the, uh, there's a scene where the pig is hurting some sheep and some people are in the grandstand uh, judging or something like that. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And uh, the minute I saw those people, I said, that is the Southern Highlands of New South Wales, Australia. Oh, nice. I could tell by the clothes, by the way they look. The, oh, okay. And she said, $100. We had $100 bets. <laughs> and I said, you're yeah. on, baby. Yeah. And so at yeah. the end it said, filmed in the southern highlands of New South Wales, Australia. And I read out loud, I said, I won. <laughs> and two weeks later, <clears throat> we're on a plane flying to Sydney. The guy picks us up. We go down and see everywhere they filmed it. We're only in Australia two days, go back and fly home. Oh my gosh, you guys, wow. You just Isn't that stupid? No. But hey, we were inspired yeah. by this movie. Yep, yep. So <laughs> so it sounds like, yeah, you get inspired like from friends and people that you see and, and, and what you see in, in your environment kind of thing, and then it kind of, it triggers right. you to go, okay, I've never been there. Yeah, because it's hard for you, Jerry, because you've been around the world so many times and so many places and things. So has it been getting harder or it's just like there's so much out there that you, you still have, yeah, places that you haven't seen. Yeah, there's so Well, much. I have a list of 21. Yeah, so. <laughs> 21. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I have but, a list I mean, of around 100, I think. I'm still, I'm still working but, on mine. Yeah. <laughs> but my list yeah. is, um, I mean, 90% of the things on there no one's ever heard of. Yeah. I mean, who's ever heard of the world's longest Tibetan swinging bridge? Right. Who's right. ever heard of Alson Gate Trail? Yeah. And who's ever heard of, you know, mummies older than... Egypt in mm-hmm. Peru, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I go see weird things now. Yeah, yeah, more, more I've, unique. No, I've done the culture. I mean, I've overlanded yeah. between London and Mombasa for twelve weeks, and oh, wow. Kathmandu to Istanbul. Yeah, and I spend a lot of time in like Papua New Guinea, uh, in the Australian bush, uh, all uh, Central West Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the culture to me is still fabulous. Yeah. yeah but I've yeah. been to these countries. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, sometimes, some cases, so many times that I, well, I, you know, like we live in Utah. Right. And, um, I mean, going downtown Salt Lake as a tourist, we'd rather die. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean, when was the last time you did any sightseeing tour? But you know what I'm going to do? Uh-huh. And this is planning, let me tell you. I was going down to the uh, Greek festival. Oh, the Greek, yeah, yeah. And um, I was walking from where I parked, and here goes a hop-on, hop-off bus company, tour bus. Oh, yeah, right, right. They got, yeah. I didn't know we had that in Salt Lake. It just started up a couple of years ago, yeah, yeah. A couple of years, and I, I didn't even know about it. <laughs> I can't uh-huh. believe, well, yeah, because it's Salt Lake, I know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so anyway, the next day I, I called up and I found out. The next day I went down and I took the 90-minute tour. Oh, you went on that? Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, I went on the 90-minute, uh, downtown Salt Lake. And, yeah, yeah. Because it was there and I'd never heard of it, so bing, off I go. Yeah, well, that's so great. So there's a yeah. lot of ways that people need to plan, but... I think the one thing we should say okay. before we end the program yeah, yeah. is make, I mean, selecting where you're going, make sure you select it early enough that you can go there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you go at the right time. Yeah, the timing is, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. And research the time, when's the best time to go. And, and Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that on the planning show. Yeah, the planning, yeah. yeah but the on the show. selecting, selecting where you is, go, yeah. make sure um, that you can afford it. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, because, like, if you want to go to Antarctica, it's not cheap. Oh, yeah, yeah, or any, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I do? What I did with this Italy uh, trip, Jerry. So when when I picked the destination, I think right when you pick the when, right when you buy your flight, and, and that's the biggest expense, one of the the flight. Yeah. But but really when, once you buy that flight, man, you, you're going. You know what I mean? Like I you're you're going. And then I, I really saved up. I, I think I bought my flight six months before the. Yeah, and that's a good. I think a, a year or six months, and then. When I bought that flight, I started putting away money every week, um, you know, like for the Italy fund, and 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 uh, I I think once you buy that flight, it, it's such a difference. You you you're, you're, you change. You do you do. You're like I'm going. Wow, you know, like I and I think buying that flight in advance is good because then you can you can start saving up even more, you know, the money and. But the flight is kind of the big, big, biggest expense, I think, and, and your yeah. accommodations. And but but the flight is kind of because some of these countries around the world, it's 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 fairly inexpensive if you're, um, you know, from the U.S. or Canada or Europe and things. It's not as bad. Um, but um, well, I buy my plane tickets uh, the day they come on market. Oh, like do you really? Oh, okay. Ten and a half months in advance. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, wow. I ninety-nine percent of the time. Day I can buy it, it's when I buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great, Jerry. Well, yeah, it was really good to hear the different, um, you know, types of traveling. You know, I'm 43, and and uh, and the way how I travel now, like I'm I'm getting to the point now. Yeah, I just want to to re. I love researching and figuring out where to go and and cool, finding cool restaurants too, and you know, are different places to eat and and if food is a big issue for me right now. I love the food is is kind of a top priority 
kind of thing. So you select a destination that has good food. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> or and then I really research on where the if I go to a town, I I research now online on, on where to eat and stuff in the area. Yeah, like before I go now. Yep, and, mm. and have an idea of where the places are even before I go. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but yeah, all right. Well, well, it's real good talking with you, and I, and I hope all the listeners really. I think this is the first big step here on on pointing it, or on on selecting your destination and selecting your your vacation. This is the the crucial foundation to, and then then our next show we can talk about the planning stages there and and mm-hmm. how to plan it and everything. But okay, well, great great talking with you, and yeah, um, yeah. hope to hear from our listeners on any ideas they have or comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and please email us at traveladviceshow.com. And uh, yeah, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Thank you for listening yeah, thank to you our show from all around the world. We really appreciate that. And we'd like to uh, give a shout out. Uh, thank you to Stephen Pratt for helping compose the music, the wonderful intro and the ending of the show. And I'd also like to uh, say thank you to James Steed uh, for helping with the website and audio information, and also Nate Scholes um, about uh, getting us on the right track and helping us on the podcast on 